Um, so I'm sitting here with Nancy Goulet, um, and you are a graphic graphic designer. Could you explain um, what exactly you do? Sure. Um, so every day is different, but um, essentially, I um, help companies um, kind of communicate visually. Um, and I do that by creating their brand, which could be, which includes their logo, um, uh, often brochures, websites, um, it could be literally anything, um, trade show signage or signage for their buildings, or, I mean, I've often said that, you know, if they need specialized toilet paper designs, then I will design the stuff done that they have done everything from, like, temporary tattoos to, um, to you name it, to even, I've even done an app, believe it or not. So, um, so every day uh, I can be de designing something different, um, or working towards something in that, um, in, in that, in creating those materials, which means like, like one day I'm doing a photo shoot, one day I'm working with a developer to, you know, code a website or things like that. So, um, so that's what I do. Thank you. Um, and how did you choose this as a career? Um, well, that's a very meandering road. Because um, <laughs> when, like, when I was younger, I had no idea that this job existed. I just knew, like, I was, you know, my mom would be the type that would, like, put me in a corner with a stack of paper and crayons, and I would spend the afternoon drawing and then um and then like it, I, you know when I started going to school like you kind of I don't know I think this is something that happens to a lot of um to a lot of kids where they kind of lose their artistic way because it's not really emphasized in school so you know it had occasional art classes and things but you know I and I was a I was a goody two-shoes so like I, you know I focused on getting good grades and all of that and so I kind of lost sight of all of that um and then of course I went to college and they you know they ask you what you want to do with your life and I knew that I wanted to do something like creative in some way but I didn't know how to channel it and um I had always been a good writer but um or I was told I was a good writer um, and, but I felt like, I don't know, I felt like nothing had happened to me. So I, like I, you know, I, and I was a very naive, like I said, like a naive kid, like, um, so I felt like I didn't have any stories to tell yet. So I actually started telling other people's stories. Um, so that, which is how I got into writing for the newspaper at school at University of New Hampshire. Um, so I you know, just volunteered to write um, my sophomore year, and I just, and, and I just basically, I, I just liked writing. I, I didn't necessarily love reporting, but I liked writing, and it gave me something to write about. So I, I started, um, you know, reporting for the paper, um, and that kind of, I was a communications major, as, like you, um, when I as, was at school, and I came into school with like uh, with some credits already from AP classes and everything, so 
I finished my major by the time my sophomore year was done. So I just did another major, which was English journalism. Um, and yeah, I, I went on to, I went on to um, like writing for the pa- I started by writing for the paper and then I became an editor. Um, and I ended up being the man- managing editor with, um, you know, Jeff Glenn. Um, so Jeff was the um, editor in chief and I was his right hand woman. Um, and so I did that and then and took the classes and did an internship and everything like that. And it was while I was working at the New Hampshire, which is the name of the newspaper, that I had one of my jobs was I had to make sure that the paper was filled. So I, I was in charge of like all the, the editor, all of talking to all the editors and making sure that there was enough content in the paper and the whole paper. Um, I don't know if your mom told you that I would come home very late. <laughs> like I twice a week we laid out a full newspaper and I'd be up all night. I'd get in I'd go in about three thirty, four o'clock and I wouldn't come home till six o'clock in the morning. Um, I'd oftentimes I'd be laying out the newspaper and my senior year I was driving it into Portsmouth to to like we were we had it printed by the Portsmouth Herald at that time. So I in laying out the paper, I was like, oh, you know, I really liked laying everything out, and it, I liked figuring out how to make the page appealing and, like, and interesting and all that good stuff. Um, and then, you know, I graduated, and I got a job as a journalist, and I did that for almost five years. Um, and I'm really glad I did it. It was a very good experience. Um, and I learned so much about so much because the one of the great things about being a journalist is you ask you get to ask any question and like no question is stupid like you you need if you don't know something you have to ask um and so you know one day i'd be covering like a public works meeting of some sort or about sewer lines just going into a town or something and the next day i'd be doing some sort of feature about you know like one of my favorite stories is about this um, woman that was saved by Mother Teresa, like off the streets of India. But you know, you just we were writing something different every day, um, and I and I really liked that, and I learned so much stuff. I met so many different people, and got to talk to people that I never would have. And I was kind of, I'm actually kind of an introvert, so it was like it pushed me to be extroverted. Um, so that was really good, um, and. And yeah, just I learned. It was like it was like I was getting paid to learn, but I wasn't. The problem was I wasn't getting paid really very much to learn. Um, unfortunately, like journalism isn't something that that pays a lot. And um, and I, you know, after five years, like it was just it was really tough because like I'd be going out with my friends, and they were all a lot of them were like getting involved in like you know, doing websites or things like that when they had, like, double, triple my salary, and we'd go out and, like, I couldn't keep up. Like, I couldn't, you know, it was really hard, like, in terms of, like, budgeting and things like that, and, like, I wasn't making much more than what somebody at McDonald's would make, maybe, like, $5 more an hour than what I would have made at McDonald's, and I was working 15-hour days, but I was getting burnt out, and the, the toughest thing 
finally that made me kind of look at things and say, can I do this? Was I, I just was, sometimes I was covering things that were really tough to take, like tough, like a, I, kind of the one, the straw that broke the camel's back was, um, it was, it was during one spring and, um, they had, there was a, we had flooding and these three, um, high school kids went out canoeing and the flood, the, they went on a river or something and it was way too much and they ended up drowning. And, um, I worked the weekend, the, the weekend beat. So I was working and unfortunately they washed up on the weekend. So I had to go cover that. And it was just like, I don't know, like I have really soft heart, especially when it comes to kids. And it was a lot. Like I still get choked up about it. Like it's just like seeing the parents and like, you know, people think that journalists are heartless, but you take it home. Like it's been over 20 years and I still think about that family all the time, those families, you know, all the time. So I just was like, can I, A, can I do this financially moving into the future? B, can I do this? can I do this? My heart do this. Um, and you know, and it was, it was taxing and tiring. So that's when I started thinking, what do I, what else, what else do I like to do? I I remember like sitting with my dad and my dad saying like, you're not happy. You, you need to think, you know, what else can, can you do? And so I thought about those days, like, you know, back, um, you know, laying out the newspaper at the New Hampshire. And I, and I remembered how much I enjoyed that. And, um, and so, so it kind of brought me back in that direction. I started taking classes at Mass College of Art, and then I ended up just doing like a production job, you know, just I'm for like a corporation where they working on their website. So I would just do like, it was, it was really like, it was like piecework, you know, it's not really, it wasn't exciting, but it, at least I was working in the programs and doing all that stuff. And, and yeah, and then I just started kind of climbing until, you know, doing, taking on one job and then another job. And then finally, um, after a while, um, I opened up my own studio and it's been about 14 years I've been working for myself. So, um, so yeah, so that's how it all happened. It was, like I said, it was in, it wasn't a straight shot. It was like, you know, a lot of like failed attempts or like, you know, tries or things like that. And I never would have thought when I was your age that I'd be doing what I'm doing now. Wow. Thank you. Um, so was that, was that what you were looking for? Yeah, absolutely. That was perfect. Um, so you're the principal and creative director of Studio Wink, which you started. Um, yep. what challenges do you face on a day-to-day basis? Um, oh, God. every day it's something different. Um, so I am like, I'm a one man band of design. So, you know, in the, the, because I am just like a one person company, like every day can be, can be completely different. Like, like this morning I was, booking a location because I'm going to be doing working with a client to do a video shoot because because of COVID we can't get in front of one another you know we can't have a lot of meetings so he's done this video series like two minute videos 
And so, like, I'm helping him in art directing that. So I said, you know, I, that was, so we had to try and find a location because our last location, they stopped offering a location because because of COVID. So, so there's always, like, this weird, like, champ challenge, right? Like, who would have thought, like, months ago when we did our first series of six that this that we'd be in the, you know, the pandemic would still be raging on and, you know, so many businesses would have closed down and this and that and the other thing. So, so I, you know, I'm planning that and like right, right before you called, I was um, designing a uh, a logo for a university um, that's one of my clients. Um, and earlier today, I was looking at, um, you know, just trying to find some stock photography for a project. So it's every every day. I guess the challenge is that one of the challenges I never know what I'm going to be doing from day to day. I kind of know, like I know I have certain goals, but like think the day is very fluid. Um, which in that, like you know, the fact that I work for myself, there's no one. There's no the biggest challenge is that there's I I live and die by my own choices. Like if I work for somebody else, like you know, if I have a problem, I can go to them and say what do I do? You know, how do you, how can we work this out or whatever? I don't have, I have to figure it all out on my own. Like I'm on my own with everything. Like, you know, I don't have a janitor to take out the trash. Like I, I don't have an IT department. So like everything, like I said, I live and die. So that's my big, big challenge is just that I'm responsible for everything, but it's also a very liberating thing as well because I get to do things the way. I, I think they should be done, um, which was, you know, it can be something frustrating when you're working for somebody else and you don't think they're doing the right thing or you think there's a better way and they're not willing to listen. So, so you know, it's got its plus and minuses. Nice. Um, and what would you say is the most rewarding part of doing your work? Like now you've spoken for them and it's 
their voice. That's, that's pretty cool. Um, and so looking back over the years, um, do you have like a favorite project of yours that you were like really, really proud of? so cool um well thank you so much for um taking the time to speak with me and answer my questions um oh sure yeah. anytime